Also, if you want more motivational stories in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media as Matteo Grosso Strategist. Today, we will have an introduction to personal finances. And uh, some of these topics might be tough to digest, but I promise they will help you a lot if you want to build some wealth. I will take inspiration from a book I highly recommend, The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. It's a super simple book no need for 20 degrees to understand it and it's a good start if you want to fix your psychology of money so what is personal finances let's clarify first of all personal finances personal finance is 80 percent behavior and 20 percent head knowledge so with behavior we take into account the emotional the relational the family history the socioeconomic factors the spiritual so all the conditioning we have Have you ever heard the story of the three little pigs? One pig built his house out of straws, one out of twigs and one out of bricks. The two who built the house quickly made fun of their brother because he was taking so much time and effort to make it right. But when the wind and rains came, the two short-term, short-term thinkers ended up moving with their brother, who was prepared to weather the storm. He saw, he had the perspective, he saw long-term why the other two brothers were looking for a quick fix. And the same analogy can be made for your investments and also for the American economic crisis of 2008. What is the lesson here? The important lesson is that your financial process and principles must work in good times and bad times, as my friend Jan Lange always says. If your financial strategy works only when everything is going up, it's a shitty financial strategy. I love the quote, every turkey can fly in a tornado. So we all know that turkeys cannot fly. But if there is a tornado, of course they will fly. And this is what happens sometimes in the, in the stock market, for instance. If everything goes up, also a bad investment might go up. But this doesn't mean it is a good investment. It just means that there is a tornado, right? <laughs> so you must focus on financial processes and principles that work in good times and bad times. Winning your money is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge, okay? So what to do isn't the problem, doing it is. So what what can we do to uh, solve our financial problems? Well, 90% of solving a problem is realizing there is one. So I have a challenge for you. Find a mirror. Look at the mirror. Take a deep look. What do you see? The person in front of you is the cause of your problems and the solution to your problems. Let me explain this a little bit better. Whose fault is it if your finances are not in order? Well, many of us say, well, I come from a poor family. My parents were not able to save any money. Okay. 
my partner does not support me. They always spend money. They, they waste them. Okay. My employer, my boss is terrible. They don't pay me enough for what I do. Okay. <laughs> but they are not, it's not their fault if you, your finances are not in order. You are the problem with your money. And you are the king of your future. Even if the situation you find yourself into is not your fault, for instance, coming from a very poor family, as Will Smith says, it is for damn sure your responsibility to fix it. If I think about myself, once I came to realize that my money problems, my worries, my um, shortage of, uh, of money began and ended with the person in the mirror, my life changed. So let me ask you, are you living in denial? Are you blaming someone else instead of taking responsibility for your own life? I told you this would be <laughs> a, a challenging episode, right? But uh, I always try to tell people what they need to hear rather than what they want to hear. Because if I told you, no worries, you're going to be rich. You're such a great human being. <laughs> I mean, maybe you are, of course. I mean, many, many people are listening to this, are my friends, and, and I love them. But it is important to realize that sometimes, if not most of the time, we are the, the problem and we are also the solution. So changing our habits, we change our life. So to achieve greatness in finances, we need focus intensity, life or death intensity. And this is how we reset our money spending patterns. Once you look in the mirror, you must decide that things are going to change and your life will change. I know it's hard to delay pleasure for a greater result and uncertain results sometimes, but that's a sign of maturity, isn't it? It is human nature to want something and want it now, but that is also a sign of immaturity, like a baby. So being willing to delay pleasure for a greater result is a sign of maturity. Another important thing to realize when you look in the mirror is that when you're physically fat, it is hard to be in denial. I mean, you can close your eyes, but, but you see it, right? However, when you're financially fat, you can fake it and look good for a while. People around you might think you're actually wealthy for a while. It happens sometimes that people who are not that wealthy, they, they flex, they, they show off, right? Because with the little money they have, instead of building more wealth, they try to show that they're very wealthy. <laughs> Here is a story from Zig Ziglar. And it is about change and the enemy of the best. What is the enemy of the best, of being the best, okay, of success? Let me tell you the story while you think about it. So if you drop a frog into boiling water, the frog will sense the pain and immediately jump out. However, if you put a frog in room temperature water, it will swim around happily. And as you gradually turn the water up to boiling, the frog will not sense the change. So the frog dies by gradual change because it is not able to understand what is happening. 
And this is one of my favorite stories of all time. Because it teaches that we can lose our health, our fitness, our wealth, one day at a time. So let me ask you again, what is the enemy of the best? Many people say it is the worst. Nope. The enemy of the best is not the worst because when you hit rock bottom, you usually have a higher standard and you want to improve your life. So you jump straight back. The enemy of the best is the good enough. The enemy of the best is just fine. We are doing good enough. We're just fine. I remember when I used to work in corporate, amazing salary. Good enough. Why should I bid more wealth? I have enough money to arrive at the end of every month and save some money. I have the money for my holidays. So think about that. So change is painful. Few people have the courage to seek out change proactively. Most people won't change until the pain of where they are exceeds the pain of change. At that point, they change. And Dave Ramsey says that when it comes to money, we can be like, we can be like the toddler in a, in a soiled diaper. I know it smells bad, but it's warm and it's mine. So I just, I don't want change, right? <laughs> if you keep doing the same things, you will keep getting the same results. You are where you are right now financially as a sum of the decisions you have made up to this point, right? So breaking through, which is also <laughs> the title of the podcast, breaking through your own denial is, uh, is tough. And it is also tough due to circumstances. You will make your family uncomfortable because you refuse to live like, like them, like everyone else. The first time I told my grandma I was investing, right? She said I was crazy. She said, you will lose all your money. <laughs> and, and I said, and in my mind, I was thinking, actually, the reason why I'm, I am investing is because I don't want to lose my money. <laughs> it is exactly because I don't want to lose all my money that I invest because otherwise inflation will eat it up. Albert, Albert Einstein used to say that great spirits have often encountered violent opposition from weak minds. Great spirits have often encountered violent opposition from weak minds. And this is true. If you want to change, you will see, experience some opposition from people who don't want to change and don't want you to change. So there are two lies of money, okay, that we need to demystify in this podcast. Number one, risk denial, thinking total safety is possible. And number two, shortcuts, easy wealth, looking for a magic key to get rich. So let's start from safety, okay? Security does not really exist. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> um, even a job which is supposed to be secure is kind of a full security. Simply does not exist because you could be fired at any point in time, right? COVID showed us that even people were actually great at their jobs. were fired. We were fired. We were laid off. And secondly, and I know this is painful, there are no shortcuts in getting rich. And moreover, there is a necessary risk if you want to become rich. 
Do not believe the friend who told you they found a miraculous way of investing and became a millionaire in one month. Easy money is one of the oldest myths in the human race. As my friend Anir told me, quick money for a long period of time is impossible. It is possible for luck in a short term, let's say Dogecoin, if you know cryptocurrencies, but then you need to be able to work with the financial market. You need to be able to understand what you're investing in. And rich people do not have secrets. Let me tell you a secret. Rich people do not have secrets. <laughs> they do what's difficult. Living right is not complicated. It is difficult. Energy, knowledge and diligence are how wealth is built, not dumb luck. It is painful for me to, read, to, to, to kind of to realize this right at the beginning because there, there, is a, there was and there is a part of me who wants to get rich quickly, like buying lottery tickets. But we must know that this is not possible. We live in a world where there is abundance and we might be tempted to think that everything will always be fine. That's also a lie. Things won't go well unless we make them that way. Our dignity, our destiny, in my opinion, my humble opinion, are up to us. So let's take retirement. In Italy, companies are obliged by law to set some money aside for your retirement. But if you ask me, leaders do not leave things to chance. You are in charge of your retirement. Okay? So, we need to become rich. But not rich in our bank account. That also, but that's, that's a byproduct. We need to become rich in our mindset. What is the difference between broke and poor? Do you know the difference between broke and poor? As Dave Ramsey says, I have been broke in my life, but I've never been poor. Because poor is a state of mind. So the most important thing that we have to build is our mindset. This is why when in all the transformation programs we have with the Growth Academy, there is always mindset, strategy and skills. We start from the mindset to improve people's lives. We need to become rich in our mindset. And as we raise our kids, for instance, we should raise them with a, a rich mindset. For instance, we give them money when they read books. We teach them to allocate the money and uh, save and, and spend and give to others. Of course, we will dive into rich thinking in another episode, but uh, rich mindset is the key. Okay? The reason why very few people are incapable of managing their finances is because they live a reactive life. Okay, let me say this again because this is very important. The reason why very few people are incapable of managing their finances is because they live a reactive life. They only concentrate on the urgent. They live day by day. When we work with senior leaders, we often discuss the Eisenhower matrix. I'm sure, I'm sure you have heard of it. The matrix is named after Dwight David Eisenhower, an American army general and statesman 
who also served as the 34th president of the United States from 1953 to 1961. The Matrix is, uh, is also presented by Stephen Covey in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think this might ring a bell to someone because this is a book that was frequently mentioned by people. But anyway, let's cut um, through the chase. So Dr. Covey says that Effective people begin with the end in mind and divide tasks in four sectors. If there is something which is important and it is urgent, you do it. If it is something that it is important but it is not urgent, you plan for it. If it is something which is urgent but not important, you delegate it to someone else. And if it is something that is not urgent and not important, you don't do it. You delete the task. Okay. So do the same with your money tasks. Make a budget. Managing spending categories categories is a must to be in control. I cannot stress enough the importance of tracking your expenses. It's easy to overspend if you don't have a clear boundary line. Use an app, for instance. I use Money Lover. I don't get any royalty from telling you this, of course. Um, it was suggested to me by my friend Robert. And uh, it is a fantastic app to understand where your money goes. John Maxwell said that the budget is you telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So you have to make your money behave. And the written plan is usually the way. Earl Nightingale, a motivation legend, said that most people spend more time picking out a suit or clothes than planning their career, their retirement and their investments. So let's not be those people, okay? And finally, a question that I, I get asked uh, sometimes. So if you're not able or willing right, to manage your finances, should you rely on an advisor, for instance? So in America, there are debt management firms. Um, and it's not that professionals and companies cannot help you. However, at first, at least, I would discourage that. Because as we said, personal finances is 80% behavior and 20% head knowledge. So if you rely on someone else, your habits will not change. Right? Think about this. You can't have someone lose weight for you. You have to exercise. Handling money is the same. You must change your behavior around money. Turning your problems to someone else treats the symptoms, the practicalities, but not the problem, which is your behavior. So to wrap up, being in control of your personal finances is very important. Make a decision today to become in control. A great proverb says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So change the way you manage money, become a wealthy thinker. Do not try to be normal because normal, unfortunately, in this world is broke. That's what I've got for today's episode. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you know and love and who could benefit from thinking about a little bit uh, about the psychology of money. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me Matogrosso Strategy it would be amazing because we don't, rely on, we don't rely on any kind of advertising. So... The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who are doing. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate it. And I hope you have an amazing day.